0: What's up, everybody? My name is Ryan Shepard. You're listening to the Put In The Group Chat podcast. We're recording this on Monday, May 16th at approximately 10 p.m. here on the East Coast. I'm here with my two co-hosts, James Patterson and Gerald. How are y'all doing? How are y'all feeling? Hope, hopefully better than me because I'm functioning on three hours of sleep. So I hope y'all are doing better than I am right now.
1: That's rough, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, graduation season. So my cousin's graduating. That'll be nice to go up to Maryland see how she's doing. Um, yeah, pretty good for me. I'm doing okay. I'm doing
2: okay. Ryan coming with the excuses early. Three hours of sleep. You know, it's gonna be a
0: long one. It's oh, okay. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have work. I'm sorry. I have work. Uh, oh, oh wow. I'm okay, we're going there. Work. I'm sorry, I have
1: work. I'm sorry, I
0: have work. We all are students and working and doing our. I'm sorry, I have work. <laughs> Pat um, Ben
2: woke up at four thirty today to get his hate on. What's your excuse? Pat Ben was wild today. We got a
0: lot of we got a lot of basketball, boxing. Uh, pj champions come championships coming up we got baseball a lot of stuff going on but i guess we can start here with our warm-up a little game of inbounds or out of bounds if you are a listener that's been with us for a little bit of time you know this game um last time we played it i recall Shaq making a comment about a WNBA player's mom um so yeah we've done this we've done this before uh I'll I'll give you, for those of you that are new, I'll give a scenario, uh, a tweet, an action, and you tell me whether it's inbounds, meaning it's okay, it's acceptable by your standards, or it's out of bounds, which is unacceptable by your standards. And whatever your standards are, we accept here. Uh, We can start off with something a little bit light. Earlier today, LeBron James uh, was on Twitter just answering Questions, random questions, um, and he he was asked about I guess the last time he played his son, LeBron James Jr., better known as Bronny, and he said that, and he was he was asked, and I quote, "Has Bronny beaten you in one on one?" and he answered by saying, "The last time we played one on one." I dunked the ball so hard I shattered the backboard. Is it inbounds or out-of-bounds for your father in a game of one-on-one? I'm assuming they have enough room so they're not playing in a driveway. They're playing in a four-court. Dunking the basketball so aggressively that he shatters the backboard. Um,
2: I mean, it's inbounds, but LeBron be lying. Oh I don't think I need Bronny to clear that up though. I'd be like, nah, that happened. Nah, that would Nah, that's capped. Cause LeBron be lying. I believe he beat Bronny because he's like the greatest player ever, but also like dunk it so hard he shattered it. Nah, he he capping, bro. He can't that can't have happened.
1: I mean I I agree with you that Bron do be over uh exaggerating sometimes. Ah. <sighs> I'm going to say it's out of bounds just for the simple fact of you trying to get your kid all the confidence he needs to go out in the world. You don't you don't break a backboard. (laughs) Don't break a backboard on him.
0: (laughs) I just want to know why LeBron makes enough money for them to afford. I've never seen LeBron break a backboard in the NBA, so I'm I'm wondering why he can't afford a backboard that won't shatter. That yeah, is my Le- question.
2: LeBron ain't got breakaway rims. Like, what is this? Like, I don't, I don't believe anything about this story. That's what I'm saying. Like,
3: like nah. Uh,
2: you think he gave Bronny a butt whooping for the blunt, or he just said you gotta play me
0: one on one until you get a stop? Oh, he got a he. I I think he's too old for whoopings, but something was done. <laughs> right. something was done right. so i mean yeah they left him off of uh space jam i was about to
1: say i thought the punishment was that <laughs> lack of space jam 2 paycheck <laughs> um,
0: um our next our next uh inbounds or out of bounds comes from the world of the nfl and we have a tweet from nfl insider adam schefter as you can see, as our two co-hosts can see, possibly um, you if you're watching this via video, you can see that Adam Schefter retweeted the news that Sierra is now on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Sierra obviously is the wife and mother of one of Russell Wilson's children. However, as many people pointed out, this does not have much to do with the actual NFL. Is it inbounds or is it out of bounds for Adam Schefter? but be reporting that Sierra is on the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition? It's it's
1: inbounds because of the first name. It, it's Sports Illustrated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it's
2: inbounds like on a technicality, but... <laughs> I wouldn't have done it, but I don't know. Twitter be snitching on people anyway. He probably like, oh good for Sierra. And people be like, Mm-mm-mm. But this is the same dude that wrote about his like his wife's ex-husband that died in 9-11. So I don't know. His right. his uh his scope of what's in bounds is, <laughs> is a little bit different than the rest of us. Like that's not a diss to Adam Shepherd. He just, I mean, he did he he does life a little bit different.
0: He does life.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all I got to say about. Adam Is that what that what we saying? He does
0: life a little bit differently.
2: I ain't got nothing bad to say about Adam Schefter. He just them Twitter fingers be working too fast sometimes. He just need to sit down and think about it. But other than that, he I mean he cool. Like,
0: I'm it's a weird. It's a gray area. It's a gray area for me because it's like. Obviously, my wife, if I'm Russell Wilson, my wife's gonna be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. That's for public conception for everybody to see. But why was you so excited to retweet that? I mean,
2: Jimmy Butler was like damn to <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> get real <laughs> I was gonna say, you want to solve it, just make sure your wife doesn't get on the cover of Sports Illustrated in the bikini. <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah, but she, I mean she's Sierra though. She's bigger than Russell Wilson. So. That's true. So. I mean, whatever. I don't know. I mean, it's not something I would have done because I don't. I'm not into the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition anymore. But this
0: Um, our last week, we've given you a tweet. We've given you a photo. Now we're gonna give you a sound clip. I'm not really gonna give much introduction into this because we'll get into this in a moment. Bruh, is this inbounds or is it out of bounds?
2: I ain't okay. nobody worried about Chris Paul when he plays Phoenix Suns. Nobody in the NBA. Ooh, what did I just say, though? And I'm just letting you know how NBA players feel. I, 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 be, I believe you, but what I'm saying he's is... but finessed the game to a point where he's he, he gets all the petty calls, all the swipe-throughs at the end. I mean, this guy is out, man. Are we gonna be honest? We wanna be really honest? Yes. He should've fouled out. <laughs> he should've fouled out. The last game, too. You see the replay against Bronson,
3: hit him on the shoulder, hit him in the mouth, rep don't call anything. If that's me, oh, review it. Oh, flagrant one. If that's him, they don't call it. So that's not get it twisted, man. He should have fouled out. He can't guard. He literally can't, he can't guard. He can't guard. Yeah. He, you, he can't. Chris Paul can't guard anybody? Is that what you say? I, did you see that? No, he can't. Uh,
2: nah, play the whole clip then. <laughs> he caught him a comb, bro. That's all right, bro. <laughs> all right, pet, babe.
0: Um, We are under fair rights um, restrictions. We cannot be playing full segments from ESPN. My bad. No, I'll I'll tell them
2: them what happened. They go on to call him a cone. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's
2: that's out of bounds because last time I checked, he got more off of defensive teams than Pat Bell. And that's all Pat Bev do is play defense. Now, 37-year-old Chris Paul can't guard. Okay, but to call him a cone, all right, bro, you tweaking
0: <laughs> you know, there were a number of NBA players that came on ESPN and throughout Twitter. Uh, Damian Lillard came to Chris Paul's defense. Um, Matt Barnes, who's a former teammate of Chris Paul, also came to his defense. And uh, Matt Barnes don't even drive with Chris Paul. That's the thing.
2: But go ahead. No, no. More no I was go going ahead. on to
0: say both of them felt that none of them defended Chris Paul's performance in game seven. But they did mention that Pat Bev is not necessarily – the person or the messenger to deliver that particular message, considering his role and his stature in the NBA. But yeah, is it, in, is it in bounds or is it out of bounds?
1: I, I mean, I'm going to say it's out of bounds. I just think that is not the right dude. Like I'm not trusting the man that pushed him from behind in the playoffs to tell
0: me <laughs> what Chris Paul is and is like, that's, a, that's, a- thing like I'm 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 gonna be real quick, but I was just like he talked about him being he should have fouled out and you can make the argument that maybe you should have fouled out. You should have been sus- in Adam Silver's NBA, you pushed somebody in the back during a timeout and you didn't get suspended. Come on. He touched he touched the referee
2: on the butt and was there for the next game. Uh, but but that's a different issue for a different day. I don't have a problem with him critiquing the play because you got plenty of plenty of uh players that be like nah that wasn't it or like jj reddick okay he not chris paul but he can say nah he didn't play right or matt barnes he didn't play right richard jefferson he didn't play right okay none of those guys are at the stature of chris paul in the game of basketball however to just get on there and just start hating like I'm, i admire it it's cool like it's funny but if we talk about inbounds or out of bounds i mean chris paul should probably see pat Bev. but,
0: <laughs> <It made laughs> but great television it may
2: Yeah, I mean it was hilarious. I mean, no doubt. I mean, JJ
0: Reddick, and Stephen A. on first take, incredible. Him and JJ. Nah, he trying all to get day. a
2: job. Like he trying to get a job. That's what a Pat is trying to do. He trying to get. He trying to get one of the media contracts. Yeah.
0: Um. But I guess I guess that's a good jumping off point. Uh, last time we were on air, we were able to talk about the end of the Heat Sixer series. Since then, we've had three other series end. And we can start with the end of the Suns Mavericks series, ended in seven games. Last night, Mavericks beat the Warrior. I mean, sorry, Mavericks beat the Suns one hundred twenty-three to. Let me get the correct one hundred twenty-three to ninety. They held the Suns to twenty-seven points in the first half, on route to a thirty-three point win. Just blanket takeaways from the game and how you see um this team moving forward to play another team that we're about to talk about the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals.
1: I mean, I'll oh,
2: go ahead. I said y'all already know how I feel. So go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, you already know. I I put it on wax. I told you I told you they're gonna have to stop playing with them
1: boys. <laughs> so go ahead though. Y'all can go ahead. I mean, uh, you know. Following off of the living uh, anger translator sketch with Patrick Beverly and J.J. Reddick all day on ESPN, um, one of the interesting things he brought up was he said, like, nobody's afraid of the Suns. I, he looked like he was talking about Chris Paul, but he brought up the Suns in general. At first, it kind of feels like something like it's passive-aggressive, it's Patrick Beverly, you don't listen to it much. But then you kind of think about how the Pelicans – didn't seem scared of them at all in the first round. And then you kind of look at how the Mavs played them in game seven. Like, I'm not necessarily saying it's all true, but I do think there was like some sentence, uh, some sentence around the league where it's just like they didn't feel the desperation when it came to facing Phoenix, like it was, say, facing a Milwaukee or even facing the Nets, as we see, because Milwaukee ended up tanking in order not to face them. Like... I think for whatever reason, I don't think the Suns really struck fear in anyone in the NBA when it came to playoff positioning. And I just kind of feel like the game seven kind of showed everything that kind of went into that. I
0: think I think it's two things. It's it's game seven aside, because that game seven was just the most bizarre series of events like there were just so many things that it it was just like what the fuck is going on first you have an NBA team I don't care what team it is whether you're playing in the playoffs preseason regular to put up 27 points in the first half there's there's an issue I it's been pointed out by several people there's got to be something else going on and we we've heard certain things about a dispute between Monty Williams and DeAndre Ayton in the huddle there were rumors about Devin Booker having some off-the-court issues in his personal life that played that have played out right before the game started I don't know what the fuck happened with the Suns the point is they they just didn't show up it's it's you didn't show up when you had to show up. Yes, it's partially Chris Paul, and there were certain issues that Chris Paul had throughout the series. But that particular game, it would be one thing if they lost game seven. It's another thing to lose by 33 points. Those are two different things. As for the Mavericks, Luca played like Luca, and they got some help from certain people that played the best they played all all postseason long, you have Spencer Dinwiddie putting up 30. You had um, Jalen Brunson putting up 24 points. If you allow those two players to put up nearly 60 points, you are probably not going to beat them. I don't, we'll get into it in, in a minute with the Warriors. Do I expect that to continue? No, I don't expect that to continue. However, they got it done game seven. And at the end of the point, they let Luka Punku. Luca's been talk. Luca talks shit. Luca talks so. Luca and Trey Young. I, Luca and Trey Young, ironically being drafted right after, they talk so much shit. But you can't let them punk you like that. If you gonna if he gonna talk shit like that, you can't let them punk you like that. Especially Devin Booker. Devin Booker out there just looking like, I don't know. I don't know. See, I'm,
1: I'm glad you brought up Devin Booker because I want to bring something up real quick. So Devin Booker has had two games where his team was facing elimination. Game six against the Bucks and last night. Okay. In these games, he averages 15 points per game. Not mm. once has he scored over 20 points. 28.9% from the field.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> A minus 56 plus minus. Mm. And the worst part about this is he's shooting 0% from three. Like both games combined. Zero for seven against the Bucks, zero for four last night. He's terrible when it matters.
2: <laughs> I keep on telling y'all about these dudes, man. Y'all you don't be listening to James until something happens. I keep on telling y'all about these dudes, And These dudes is not it, man. They're not I mean, he a all NBA player for sure. He's gonna be all NBA first team, he's gonna get his super match. But he not bro, Booker, I'm not I'm not like really like, oh okay, Devin Booker, okay. You no. Know, Luka Doncic is that dude, bro. We've seen that since day one. It's not, it's no games being played with Luka. Okay, he need to get in shape. He need to stop using a season to be in shape. But other than that, like yeah, he' fine. We know who Giannis is. Notice we know who Giannis is right now. Okay, people want to talk about him being a running duck man, and all that stuff. They lost by twenty eight, bro. But we knew who Giannis was, right? We knew he was going to empty the clip. We knew what was going on. I i mean, I, bro, there's a difference, man, between some of these dudes and, you know, the guys. And, you know, we're seeing that. That's all I got to say, because we'll see that. Even James Harden, who I think is an all-time great scorer, Gumby Hall of Fame, you know, 10-time all-star, that type of thing, one of the best two guards ever. We saw him the other night take two shots. So I, I don't know. There, there's a difference between those guys and like the guys. I mean, you're seeing that Luca is one of the guys, and I don't know what Booker thought he was playing with. It it wasn't it wasn't nothing nice after game two. That's all I gotta say. So I, I let it be, but I'm just I'm just saying, look, Devin Booker, bro. Nah, that's uh, okay. We saw what Devin Booker isn't without Phoenix without CP3. We saw that. Like, he don't – I mean, he doesn't – it's not even, like – defense is different now, but he's not – I'm telling you, he he's not Jason Tatum. He's not those guys. He's just not. So, we can stop talking about it. But, yeah, y'all can go ahead, though.
0: Uh, moving uh, over to the other Western Conference semifinal series that wrapped up um, on Friday – on Friday night – the Warriors pulled away in the fourth quarter. Uh, they had a, I believe it was a one-point lead heading into the fourth quarter, and they managed to outscore the Grizzlies 32 to 19 in the fourth quarter. And that was pretty much all she wrote. Uh, Clay Thompson went for 38 and two assists. Um, Desmond Bain, um, to his credit, played pretty well. Uh, 25 points, seven boards, two assists. Warriors move on to the Western Conference Finals after missing missing two years, being off for two years, back back in contention for another Finals appearance. I think we both, I don't think we have to kind of hold off on this. I think we've all kind of said whoever wins the Eastern Conference will probably win the Finals. Um, with that said, we unless do- it's Miami though. Uh-
2: I think Golden State could give Miami a run for the money, though. But just off of like we can we play together and like we kind of know what we're doing, but Miami's big though. That's a that's just the difference. Like big and skilled versus small and skilled is, I mean, it's a tough matchup. But yeah, y'all go ahead, my bad.
0: Heading, wrapping up, um, where we were with the Warriors. Are we are we feeling better? After those two games, are we feeling worse? How do you feel after seeing the Warriors bounce back from a 30-point loss on Wednesday night, I believe it was, to come back and win by 14 on – I mean, on on their home floor? Sorry.
1: No problem. Uh, I think it's a weird situation, right, because Klay Thompson had one of the best games he's had all playoffs in game six. That's something you can be encouraged about. Draymond Green seemed more uh, aggressive on the offensive end. Stephen Curry still isn't hitting shots like he should, which I don't know if that's just the way the defense is playing him. It's a lingering issue or some mixture in between. I think Dallas is probably the worst matchup they could have gotten, though, because I think – despite what Ryan feels about Dallas, which we uh, talked about last time, I think uh, the big reason why I would be a bit concerned is Jalen Brunson usually capitalizes on subpar defenders defending him. And in this situation, it's really going to take like one miscommunication or one bad screen. And you're possibly looking at Stephen Curry or Jordan pool, defending him in crunch time. And that's, that's a pretty compromising situation for Golden State. So, honestly, I, I think this probably goes seven. Golden State should win, but honest, But after how the Mavs played, I could see Dallas pulling this one out.
2: Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I got Dallas for sure. Uh, but it's gonna have to be in six just because that's when the last home game is for Dallas is. But I don't really believe in like the Warriors playing four on five, like to be honest with you. They're gonna they're gonna say Draymond, you gonna have to hit shots and he's not gonna hit them, man. So you're playing four on five, and that Jordan Poole thing kinda ran out. It was Clay Thompson it was Steph Curry at this point. Luka's definitely the best player in the series, so like I, I think they can muster up four games because they're the Warriors. I haven't seen them be beat like that, so except for LeBron, so I got to give it to him. Like from that standpoint, but from a physical standpoint, I I think they I, I think they're in for a series for sure, especially if like people gonna be hitting shots like oh man you see him but you know you kind of see in Cleveland 2.0 with Luka like if you look at the numbers like some of those years with Dallas like they're better offense than Cleveland was with LeBron uh they the shooting was you just didn't have the Kyrie with it but yeah um so they don't have Durant on top of the fact they have a guy that's like I mean, you don't like to hear that, but, like, you you got kind of like a LeBron prototype with the shooters around him. So, if, like, Dan witty can give you some of the pseudo-Kyrie, like, ISO stuff at the end of the game to take the pressure off of Luka, I mean, they could be in for a series. Because, I mean, that Warrior squad isn't as good as the Warrior squad LeBron was going against. Because you don't have Harrison Barnes. We talk about Harrison Barnes,
0: like, Whatever,
2: but is there anybody as good as Harrison Barnes on that squad? Is Poole as good as Harrison Barnes?
0: Do y'all think that? Right now, yeah. You think so? Right now, yeah. I okay, I think so Harrison Barnes benefited, as you said, from being around those other three guys. Jordan Poole hasn't necessarily had that luxury. Okay.
2: Okay, maybe that's true. But who was on that squad? Curry Clay, Draymond, Draymond, and when Draymond was offensively minded.
1: Uh, we had Iguodala, Harrison, Iguodala. I think that was was that David Lee or was that Bogut? I couldn't remember which one it was. Yeah,
2: I think it was Bogut coming off the bench, and then what it was? Who else was on there? Mm -hmm. Livingston. Livingston. Yeah. And then they would rotate those centers with a Azili and who else? Big guy. It was another big guy, but you get my point like that. That's not the Ghost that Warriors they face, it. so they sh- Dallas should be okay. Like, and I don't think Looney can play. I'm gonna be uh, Looney gonna get played off the floor, in my opinion, but we'll see.
1: I'm to be fair to Looney, he was all right in game six, he was very good rebounding for them. I'm just worried about the you know, the new death lineup, as a lot of Warriors fans are calling it, which is Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole. Andrew Wiggins, and Draymond Green. Like, it's – that lineup is not very good defensively, and I don't like that lineup getting rolled out against a Luka-led offense. Like, it is a very, very bad lineup to put up against a guy who can shoot over anyone.
2: Tell me, uh, Wiggins going to have to show up like the all-star starter he was. But we'll see about it, though. I got Dallas, though.
0: And on the other side of the bracket, we have um we had on the same night that the well, I shouldn't say on the same night, but on the same day that the Mavericks wrapped up their series against the Suns, the Celtics put a 28-point beating on the Bucks and route to their third Eastern Conference semi. I mean Eastern Conference finals in the last six seven years however however long it was um when they first got there when Jalen Brown was I think was a rookie um but yeah we had as we mentioned before we had an amazing performance from Giannis who put up 25 20 and 8 I think it was but it was just not enough because he was out there without Chris Middleton without a full complement of players we now have the Celtics moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals, where they, they're they on track to potentially have the toughest road to the finals out of any team in recent years, having had to play, regardless of how you feel about them, they had to play a Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving. I mean, Brooklyn Nets team with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. They just played a team with Giannis and um, the Bucks the Defending Champions. And now they have to play the Miami Heat, who were in the finals two years ago. We talked a minute ago about how we think the Western Conference Finals will go. What are you looking forward to in this Eastern Conference Finals other than them playing like it's the 1990s? I mean, this is
1: possible last step to Boston's revenge tour, right? Uh, they lost to Brooklyn last year. They beat them. They lost to the Bucs back in 2017 when Kyrie was on his way out. Uh, and Or 2018. But anyways, they ended up winning in seven games. This is going to be interesting because I think this is probably the toughest defense they'll face. But on the same token, as good as Jimmy Butler has been playing in the playoffs, after going from Kevin Durant and Giannis Antetokounmpo, I do feel like defensively they can kind of, I would say, lower the amount of schemes they can kind of throw at a guy like Jimmy just because I think Jimmy is a player who, although is good, has his limitations and can be exploited better than guys like Giannis and KD, who just get whatever they can. Uh, I think the Celtics win this. I think role players are going to be really important. And I think if the Heat have a chance at winning this, Tyler Hero's got to be better. He needs to be the Tyler Hero who was in the regular season. If not, I the Heat might lose us in five.
0: My... This is a very difficult series to pick because I could I could make a I could talk myself into picking either one. He, they've, they haven't really they've been tested but they haven't really been tested during this postseason. They got the Hawks in the first round, and once you kind of get J- Trey Young out the paint, they don't really have they didn't really have much for him. They played they played the Sixers and they really only had to deal with Joel Embiid for. A portion of the series and he wasn't even healthy and James Harden didn't want to shoot the ball and now they get to play the Celtics who have gone through had they had to play lights out defense against the Nets and against the Bucks to get here to this point but I'm also kind of worried in the sense that you have seen Kyle Lowry have to take the game off you have like they are older like we we didn't talk much about this with the word, but they are, they're not as old as actually they might be as old as the Warriors, but still, like they they have, they have kind of that age. And also with the Celtics, they've had to be on. And I don't know how long can they keep this up for an entire postseason? Can they keep this up for an entire finals run? Obviously, they have the experience. They've all been in the Eastern Conference Finals. They've all been tested. They've all played against the best players and they've all made progression in their games. Whoever, I want to say, I want to say Celtics in seven just because I feel like they have the best player. And I feel like that's eventually what it's going to come down to. Even though Jimmy Butler has been playing pretty well throughout the postseason, I still think J- Jason Tatum's the best player on the floor. And I think that's going to matter. And a game seven. Jero oh, says Celtics so so
2: five.
3: Crazy.
1: <laughs> okay, no,
2: no, I didn't.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, okay,
2: hold on, sure, time out, time that out. That could happen, but they don't even have home
1: court. I know. Time out. I think I, <laughs> I didn't know we were predicting right. the number. If I had to predict a number, I'd go six. I was just saying, if Hero plays like he has been, I wouldn't be shocked if Boston wins five. But if of I course had to you
2: win. of course you would. Of course. <laughs> Joe wouldn't be shocked that the Celtics Okay. Won.
0: To be fair, to be fair, I don't think many I think most people had the Celtics winning in the first round. However, I don't know how many people had them sweeping the nets. They done they said they
2: was gonna get the nets up out of here. I said that. You
0: said that you said they're gonna get the up out of here. We didn't say four games. Sweep is kinda wild for Kevin Durant and Kyrie
2: Irving. <laughs> That team was booty, man. Whatever. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Like. Bro, that team was ass. <laughs> the Nets were
0: bad. How do you how do you feel about the Nets in the Celtics? I mean the Heat in the Celtics.
2: Nah, I mean the Heat. I mean shoot. That's tough. But you know Jason Tatum's that guy, man. I, I mean he gonna he gonna shoot hard shots, though. That's gonna be the problem. If he's not gonna get layups, if he's not gonna post up stuff like that, that's fine. But he's also added a playmaking uh you know, playmaking aspect to his game. That's cool. So he's gonna find, you know, the Grant Williams and the Pritchards and stuff like that to shoot. However, those guys aren't gonna shoot well every game. So you know, I think Tyler Hero is probably a little bit better than both of those guys. But, you know, I got the Celtics for sure in six because I think Jalen Brown – if Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are those guys, they got to win this one. Uh, So, I mean, they already lost to the Heat before. They lost to Milwaukee. Uh, They lost to LeBron back in the day. Uh, they fell victim to Kyrie's, you know, apathy, uh, even though I think they probably should have traded that, traded Kyrie, and they would have been better. And then they, they found a situation where it works, okay? So they got to make it work. These are two all-NBA caliber players, man. Like, say what it is. We got two lottery picks that are all-NBA caliber players. They got to – They, I mean – Boston's got to be what they are at this point. They gotta win the chip. I mean, or those two guys are not what we think they are. I guess, uh, but like we're talking about, what was what was Brown six eight right? Uh, about that, I think he was them six ten, doing what they do like I, that. That's not. That's just not. That's very rare. Um, so. For them to be that that very very that uh that great at what they do, they they kinda gotta take care of Miami, man. There's nobody on the other side that can do what they do. I mean, like I like Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's not a superstar. Like it's cool, he's gonna give you he's gonna give you the buckets when you need them, no doubt. Like I no disrespect to Jimmy Butler, but he's not Jason Tatum, he's not Jalen Brown. He's not even one of those guys. So, you know, if they're gonna do the um, they're going to do the buck strategy or they're going to play zone or whatever. I, they got guys that can do that, you know, so.
0: The only thing I would push back against is Jimmy Butler. Like, obviously, on a night in, night out basis, I don't think he's Jason Tatum. But if you can get a game out of him, like, I forget what game three or game four of, in the NBA finals where he, it was literally him against the Lakers.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm wishing.
0: If, if you get a game out of him like that that could be the difference between them winning or losing this series i don't think he has to be that guy throughout the entire series but if he can be that on a particular night that could be the, that could be the game that swings the series but i
1: don't mm-hmm. think it's gonna come down to jimmy though. like and this is not again this is not me shaming jimmy i think i probably honestly have more respect for Jimmy than probably everybody on this podcast. Uh, He's averaging just over 28 points per game. He's been sensational. But the thing is like, this is also the same Celtics team that in game six survived 45 and 20 from Giannis. Like it's not just about the star player. It's about the other pieces. And I just, I'm not sold on like Victor Depot, Tyler Hero and Max Bruce against one of the best defenses in the league like that worked against Atlanta, who's bad defensively. It worked against Philly, who was kind of all over the place and isn't great defending the perimeter. I just think that's going to be really hard to try to win against against a team who's been known for their defense throughout the entirety of the season. Oh, he in his bag. He in his Celtics bag though. <laughs> we didn't we didn't unlock Gerald.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> um, that kind of wraps us up for the first half. Me and
2: Giannis gonna fight though. Cause if I gotta see Paul Pierce happy again, we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was too happy. I was like, man, whatever, bro. You going I know you... Paul Pierce said he was like, bro, I could go Giannis right now. Paul Pierce, bro. He was too happy. I was like, <laughs> damn, honest why you do that to me? But go ahead though.
0: That kind of wraps us up. Uh I do, I do before we go, I wanna want to get everybody thinking before we come back on the end of the under the break. Over the weekend, uh, you know how we like to bring in everything, tie in everything. That's not necessarily sports, but bring it into something that's sports. Um, Over the weekend in Las Vegas, there was this this event called the Lovers and Friends Festival. And it brought together, you know, somebody that we mentioned earlier. Sierra was on stage. TLC was on the bill. The Locks, Monica, anybody that is almost 30 and above. Probably has listened to at some point during their high school days at this show. Um, As you can imagine, they had this festival on concrete in Las Vegas in May. Multiple people couldn't get water. A lot of people got injured. Um, but there was a photo taken, and I wanna wanna point it out because it, it caught my attention. They were selling hot dogs for $18, burgers for $18, fries for $18 and a corn dog for $18. Not to mention you can get lemonade, a cup of lemonade, no alcohol in it, just a cup of lemonade for $10 and strawberry lemonade also for $10. So when we come back on the other side of the break, I want to ask y'all, what's the most y'all spent for something that you know you have not, you should not have been spending that much for? It can be a sports item, it can be a piece of food. It could be something you bought during college that you didn't want to buy, but you had to buy. So with that said, we're going to get into the song of the week. Um, It's a song called Open by Dylan Sinclair out of Toronto. Shout out to Kyle Lowry. Um, But we'll catch you back on the other side of the break.
1: Tell me what I gotta do if I need to convince you I'm not playing Every time I make moves you don't really say much and it should
2: drain me But I'm patient, cause I know you get this every day But I will chase it, like I'm racing Then embrace it and treat you like a goddess that you are You're the baddest that I've seen, I'm not
3: just talking by the bar You don't believe me, girl I need you my pride in that
0: aside when i'm at the top i want you laying by my side you can take your time with me confide to me i'll show you what i'm about. and we are back as i mentioned beforehand we're talking about stuff that shouldn't have been cost that much money um whether it be hot dogs whether it be corn dogs um brought this up in part because one time it was not a long time ago but it was a good amount of time ago I paid $35 at Capital One Arena for some duce and lemonade I still have the cup to this day at a J. Cole concert
2: How big was the cup? He said I'm finna go show
1: you Oh no (laughs)
2: I'm using, I'm using that cup right now. It's still getting my $35 worth. Okay. My goodness, what? <laughs> still have it? Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh no. They didn't put no liquor in there either, did they? It Ain't no way. 35 look, They said, look at this, bro. Look at this. <laughs> What? now nah, that's crazy. At the J. Cole concert? Yep. J. Cole didn't even pay 35 for his haircut. <laughs> so oh, why he, got it? He, I love J. Cole, but 35 for the... What? No, nah, bro.
1: <laughs> when he gets going. God, <laughs> nah, that's crazy. That's crazy.
2: <laughs>
0: nah, bro.
2: He would have looked at you like, what are we doing?
0: Hey. Nah. we. Nah, when you charging that much for concert tickets, you can't be judging me for how much I spent for the drink. I'm here to enjoy this.
2: I saw J. Cole for was it the K.O.D. I saw him for like fifteen dollars. So I I don't I don't know me. I I don't know like my realm of possibility for like J. Cole isn't that much. I think I got a Groupon for J. Cole they did,
0: no, they would I'll go and they would definitely do say in that cup, because I was definitely rapping the words to the lyrics at very loud volumes, and I know I didn't do that sober.
2: Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> now, go ahead, Joe. What you be buying?
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. So, I would say the biggest waste of money I ever spent was, similar to you, I was at a casino. I, we were going to see Dave Spell in a comedy concert. So...
2: Oh, we gotta cut that out, bro. They gonna go <laughs> Oh, yo. Oh man. Uh, go ahead though. <laughs> anyway,
1: <laughs> so I was hungry and I knew they didn't have food inside, so I decided to order outside. Now, me as an idiot decided to get a medium pizza from Frank Peppers, and it took forever, like. Five- <laughs> Like I was in a like there was no line, so I just assumed I would be able to get the pizza, get out, whatever, mm-hmm. and eat. But like an hour later, I'm still waiting for that pizza in the contest. Starts- of <laughs> <jokes already.
0: laughs> it, it was already like
1: 10 minutes in, so I was like, you know what? I already paid the money, but I I, I can't I can't eat it. I gotta go.
2: <laughs> it's on the house, bro. That's y'all, bro. Nah, you walk in there and be like, what's so funny? Ah oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I probably, I probably bought something crazy at the Chiefs game one time. I don't really I don't know. Maybe that tells you all you know about my finances that I don't really know. But uh, yeah, that's kind of the craziest thing I bought money on. Oh, no, uh, the craziest thing I bought money on. I gotta tell you after we can't be recorded. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, play the music game. <laughs> like, like I can't I can't tell you on the record. I have to I have to tell you a story afterward. We just that's what it is. So
0: yeah, go ahead. Um, but yeah, uh we're gonna get back into basketball in a moment, but I did, did want to bring up a topic. Cause you know, I felt like it would be upper alley. Cause you know, we when we talk about certain sports, it has to be a sport. That we all watch. Okay. Like, it can't be, like, sometimes we be talking about baseball. And I'll be honest with y'all. I don't watch baseball like that. I've gotten more into it. Yeah, you know, the Yankees the, are good every year. No, come on, bro. Go ahead, though. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, me and James sorry. have talked about how I've been watching hockey more often. You know, hockey, I'm watching NH, I'm watching the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. Watching the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. I didn't say I was at the games. <laughs> I just said it's fun from the comfort of my home. Um, but the sport that we bring up or I bring up from here and there is boxing. And, you know, it's difficult because, you know, fights be costing money and not everybody be want to spend seventy five hours to watch a fight.
2: Hold on. Can I ask something real quick? Sure. Patrick Beverly was doing bubble championship on Get Up today. I didn't yes. see that. Yes. I didn't
3: see that. What? Go
2: yes. no, yes. ahead. No. All right. Go ahead. We, we, we can get to that at the
1: end. <laughs> boy vouched um, <laughs> on it too. Like he was like, "Yeah,
3: <laughs>
2: my boy was on Demon Time today." Damn. Oh man. But this, okay, go he ahead wanted to
0: play with LeBron. But that's neither here nor there. Um. Oh, uh, there was a comp uh, over the weekend. We did have an important championship fight. Um, For the first time on the men's side of the sport, we have a unified, undisputed four belt champion in the junior middleweight division. His name is Jamel Charles, out of Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. And one thing that Jamel Charles and his brother Jamal Charles, who's the WBC middleweight champion, they like to fight when they can on Juneteenth. And you know, throughout the sport of boxing, it's it's done for certain cultures. See, you have Mexican fighters fighting on Cinco de Mayo. They also fight on Mexican Independence Day. You have Puerto Ricans fighters, especially in the city in New York, part- fight on the weekend of the Puerto Rican Day Parade. And this got a conversation started on a show called The Corner about how Black fighters can celebrate the holiday, the Black holidays. I'm going to play a short clip. And we're going to get into it from there. Um, it's, it's a bit of a long clip, but we gonna it, it kind of lays everything out.
3: Catch these hands. Yeah, but black people do not have a day that we fight. We just fight any day. No, like, that's you remember not true. When we, I asked Deontay about have, Black History Month, I got in trouble. Yeah. I mean, technically, if you are black, you, should, you could fight in February and then fight in Juneteenth and then be rolling, right? Yeah, the you Juneteenth should. Things. But, no, we have two holidays. We have someone fighting on them. What? Not our holidays. But there are holidays. We got the Ratchet holidays, Memorial Day weekend, oh, God. and Labor Day weekend, and we got Tank Davis fighting on both. Yeah, yeah. Tank, I mean, Tank has taken over the Ratchet holiday. The fact that he's going to New York for this Ratchet holiday is a little weird. Like, but it should have been Miami. Tank Memorial Day Miami live. Come yeah, on. I mean, yeah, in LA once September. Like, it's kind of like saying NBA All-Star Weekend's is a holiday. Like, we should have a fight during NBA All-Star Weekend. Tank Davis would do it. He would. He was like, "Oh. <laughs> like, they were taking all... Where are the Negroes going to be at this weekend? <laughs> oh, All-Star Weekend, I'm there. NBA All-Star Weekend. It's like, Yeah, I just, I just like to see us fight. <clears throat> you know, Malcolm X Day fight. Something like that.
0: Right? right. We don't have
3: a Martin Luther King Day fight. Because then people would be like, he was peace. Why are you kicking yeah. ass? I, I, that would, I would, again, I'm problematic right now. But I, I would love... I would love, like, an Atlanta fighter to come up and have like a freak Nick, fight weekend every year. Man, you gonna get me oh, too uh, on this yeah. damn show? No, 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 oh, not, no. not like old school. Like, just bring back like the, the vibes of the weekend. The vibes were problematic. The can vibes. You call it fight fightnik. Is there Nick You're doing a lot. Can we it. can we like put like a weekend together? I'm just I'm spitballing here. You know I'm, who I'm trying to do find this? us holiday? You know what network would do this? Triller. Oh, Triller. <laughs> Triller <laughs> be what? like, fight Nick What? And we'll do a concert? Headlined by two live crew? Well, yeah. What's Luke Why? Campbell doing these days? <laughs> What's things? Uncle Luke doing right now? So you'll fight and you get <laughs> G-strings and butt cheeks. Oh, me so horny? Ring walk? Winner. Yeah. Me <laughs> so horny? Ring walk? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rapid it into the ring? We got to oh, be careful because at, at a certain point, my wife is like, you're not going to that. <laughs> like, you need to stay home. <laughs> that is where we travel <laughs> All It's gone too like, far. No. <laughs> the me so horny fight? <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say you're a father of two, you stay home. Oh my God. You're so horny. Yo, you
2: stay home. That is a thriller. So, so well, that hold on. Me was, me. I, was I on that show and I didn't know this <laughs> is like something I say on a weekly basis?
0: <laughs> so, that got me thinking how, how can we make boxing, as I said before, how can we make boxing more popular? Now, we can't use the idea of fight next weekend. But I got got me to thinking: How can we put together a fight during NBA All Star Weekend?
2: I'm with it.
0: I'm with it. it or are you I, gonna say?
2: I love Floyd's model, though. No, I, I mean I love Floyd's model. Like, well, it's just, it's, just fight you on the other ethnic weekend, <laughs> beat you. I like that model. Like, now nah, we taking over holidays, like, but Juneteenth. That's Cool, but like, but they from Texas. That's what they do. Like Juneteenth is really a Texas yeah. holiday. That's what people don't understand. Also, like, yeah, that's hilarious. With two live crew, I yeah, that's awesome.
0: I feel uh, like we're we're past the we're past the point of Malcolm X Day, because Malcolm X is from Omaha and it would have been perfect for Terrence Crawford to be fighting on Malcolm X Day in Omaha.
2: Are we acting like that nigga Malcolm or MLK didn't go to boxing matches? Are we? Is that what we acting like? Like that nigga loved boxing. What are you talking about? Yeah, it was dude. only one of the three sports you could watch back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> like what? You, like what are you talking about? That nigga loved boxing. Bro, he like he was a pacifist, but he wasn't like like boring. Like, he,
0: his holiday is supposed to represent peace. You can't have people knocking. Other people Whoa. out. Okay, <laughs> okay, bro. What if won't hear none of that? My two ideas. Okay. For one, NBA All Star Weekend. Right. Adrian Broner. Don't matter who it is. Fuck any city. Any city. Fuck. Adrian Broner. I don't care where it is. Nah, bro. My next idea. New Year's Eve, Miami, after party, and live. That is how you bring boxing back. Is it just boxing? Because I'd kill
2: to have like Ninganu on like on like Juneteenth or like some Pan pan African day or whatever the
0: fuck. That'd be hopeful. Yeah, but are you gonna get black people and have you have you you watch you watch UFC events?
2: I mean if you if you fights a white dude maybe I don't know. He can't be fighting John Jones, and we'd be like,
0: "Oh yeah, this is." Awesome. I mean, that's the problem because if he fights a white dude, you know who's gonna be there. <laughs> yeah, not us. They, yeah, Dana White and his people.
2: That's true. I don't know. Dude. I don't know. Dude. boxing at a crossroads anyway because Canelo just
0: lost. That's
2: gonna be a problem. Yeah, it just lives, yeah. That's gonna I, be a problem.
0: He see the thing is the Mexican fans will watch you fight. They don't. They go yeah, to I know they fight. don't care, but.
2: Black people though, that'd be hilarious. But you gotta find a non-black person to fight, but all like most of the boxers are black, so
0: it can work if you are fighting another like flashy, like so like you got a
2: Floyd Zab Judah type situation. And yes, like, oh, this actually, is awesome. Right? That I, will work. I guess I guess that oh, that that is
0: perfect for All-Star Weekend. That is perfect. Floyd
2: Zab Judah, <laughs> Floyd Sugar Shank. <laughs>
0: You can't do Freak Nick because that's we're in 2022. You can't do that no more. Nah,
2: but now nah, you just can't do it out loud. There's plenty of Cash App interactions during. Uh,
0: I mean, Weekend. but there's Cash App uh, interactions, but you can't. That can't be the main event. Like you can't have. That's true. Like in Black Black History Month, too serious.
2: I was listening to the box the other day because it was just on my playlist. I was like, "This is crazy. Why was this a song?" But
0: go ahead. No, I was just the last thing I was gonna say. You can't have Black History Month out of the one Deontay Wilder ruined it. We can't have a we can't risk that have ever happening again.
2: Me- no, that's not true. Again, Mexicans was losing every single day. Mayo, they still celebrate that bitch they yes, still be on because it. They no, show I'm sorry. Up. Mexican Independence Day Floyd was knocking them niggas out they still celebrate that hope so yes. now we can do we can do that i'm it's, saying I'm, that's the whole point of the civil rights movement they said we shall <laughs> overcome we just got to keep <laughs> on going that's what i'm saying that's it that's it that's all I'm saying
0: i'm saying mexican fans statistically okay. are more loyal to buying right. fights okay each and every holiday than black fans are I feel you. I feel you. So, if you start losing, like if you want to, ha- like, say you want to have Beyonce Wilder and Anthony Joshua fight in Black History Month, you might be able to pull that off.
2: Oh. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. But we're not ha- we not about to have Beyonce Wilder out here fighting God knows whoever and him getting knocked out. And then we got to spend the rest of the year with him saying his leg, his, his glove was bent to the wrong way. His costume was too heavy. He was out of breath. My nigga, you got knocked out.
2: Yeah. So, I got a question, to it's wild, yeah. but I got a question. So, Kyler Murray lost on MLK Day to a white quarterback. <laughs> so, so, does that mean, what does that mean though? Like, was it was it our fault or was it the Asian part of him that lost? See? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just, I'm, no, that's a serious question. I keep asking that question all the time on MLK Day. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. My bad. My bad. Maybe I'm sorry. I mean, man, he out. lost in the one state that don't even celebrate it. He lost at home, didn't he?
1: My bad. Go ahead, though. My bad. Right. No, I was just going to say, you know, shout out to Kyler Murray. You're finally in Tiger Woods' category. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: nah, he ain't doing nothing. i was like, No, I mean, that's how bad Tiger and fucked up, bro. I know that's a tangent. He literally the GOAT at golf, and we be like, all right, whatever, bro. <laughs> like... No, nah, but not nah, in order to make boxing better, we could do that. We could do that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Because the winter months, black people ain't gonna come out for that. So, you know, that's what if I'm saying. MLK Day well, wouldn't work because it's January, but not because it's MLK Day. No, if you
0: put in a warm location, they'll show up.
2: Okay, you think so? You think MLK Day in Vegas? They doing that?
0: Yeah. I feel that. I feel that too. I feel that.
2: What? Let's see.
0: But um, you can't have. You what's can't
2: another have Black it? Holiday though? We don't have. That's the thing. We don't have. That's what I'm saying, so I'm trying to figure it out. They already put Juneteenth on there on the federal. Yeah, Juneteenth yeah, there, but that's
0: like you said, it's a Texas thing, and it's. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hmm. Bill Clinton's
2: birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald, do you have anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm we're right in, No, I'm sorry. We're the same. <laughs> uh, oh, oh. So Bill Clinton off limits, but y'all talking about freaking it. That's the same thing. <laughs> it's not the same thing. the same
0: thing. At the it's same not... time. <laughs> it's not. It was the same time.
2: So... One influenced the other. Did it not? Okay. So let's let's just let's let's move on. Let's get a new idea. I throw that paper out. I throw it up. The last um, thing I
0: will say is. Oh,
2: what about? Oh. Oh, that's crazy. No, nah, Michael Jordan's birthday is in Black History Month. though. So, I'm going to fight in Charlotte? <laughs> no, nah, we can have him fight wherever. Michael Mobile? Michael Mobile? <laughs>
3: <laughs> nah,
2: you can't be getting knocked out in front of MJ. though. That'd be tough.
0: Be the only last thing I will say is in order for this to work, especially NBA, NBA All-Star Weekend, they have to move these locations. We not, yeah, ain't not nobody fighting in Utah. <laughs> they not coming to Utah. The year I love Indianapolis. They're not going to Indianapolis for that. Even though Black Indianapolis weekend used to be a thing. That used to be a thing. That's how Mike Tyson got caught up. But that's even yeah, here nor that.
2: Also, like one of the Negro League teams was in Indianapolis back in the day. Uh, but yeah, uh, but that nigga be fighting in Omaha though. So I mean. You can do whatever. We've been like, fighting Omaha in years, <laughs> but they was having them national TV shits on Omaha. <laughs> I was like, bro, come on, bro. let's." Now let me look up Black Holidays. What? What?
0: What? Is, what does Google think of Black Holiday? They're gonna tell you Kwanzaa, but ain't nobody fighting around Christmas.
2: Oh, that would be dope. That would be dope. Kwanzaa ain't fighting around Christmas. That'd be tight. Like, it, bro. That's that's. That's part of the point. Kwanzaa just as made up as anything else. That'd be tight. African American holidays. Football
0: players. No. Oh, or they could go overseas. True. True. Because you know, J. Cole dropped his album. He went over to the Basketball Africa League. I don't know what country that was in. But he was over there. Kondrick Lamar's in Ghana right now. Nah, but, wait, but what if we just did it like like for our Muslim brothers and
2: sisters? Like after Eid or whatever, they would just box them. That'd be dope. <laughs> like, like you ain't got to be, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to be Mexican to fight on Cinco de Mayo. Why you got to be Muslim to fight on Eid? You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, I stand in solidarity with y'all, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, it'd be the same thing, you know? I don't know.
0: Maybe.
2: We'll, we'll, the, we'll, get, know. To, we'll get to the bottom of this. Don't forget. Cinco, we'll
0: like Cinco de Mayo is not a black holiday. But we be celebrating like it's our holiday.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. No, I love Cinco de Mayo, bro. If you get, de no,
0: day. if you get LeBron to sponsor an event on Cinco de Mayo.
2: Ooh, it, oh, ain't it got to be on Tuesday, too? Taco Tuesday. We got it. We,
0: got we found idea. it. All right. Moving on so we can get out of here. <laughs> uh, last thing I wanted to touch on, um, going back to the NBA, we do have the NBA lottery coming up on Tuesday night. Top five teams in terms of their – Um excuse me, in terms of their lottery odds, as it goes, uh, we have leading the way with 14%. We have the Houston Rockets and Orlando Magic Tide. Uh, Right behind them, you have Detroit, um, also with 14%. Then you have Oklahoma City with 12.5%, Indiana with 10.5%, and Portland with 9%. First question I would have to ask is, who do you think would benefit from um, having the number one pick? And then going off that, I also have a question specifically about Portland.
1: I mean, it's hard to say any team wouldn't benefit from the number one pick. Uh, I would say OKC, okay, because eventually you got to get a ringer. Like I like Shea Gildress Alexander, Josh Giddy's nice. But, like, they have yet to really find, like, the guy who's most likely going to be their franchise piece moving forward. Part of that is because half of the time, even though they're tanking, they're never, like, the worst team, so they never get the first pick. If they want this rebuild to actually work out, they got to hit, and the best way to hit would be getting the number one. So I would definitely go with OKC. Yeah, i mean.
2: Probably see. I mean, Orlando could do it, but I don't trust a number one pick to Orlando. So, I mean, I hope, I hope, I mean, OKC keep on hitting in these non-generational drafts. That's all I got to say. It's like, oh, that's not good at all.
0: But I hmm. really think the Pacers would benefit from getting a number one pick. Um, yeah. I think it would really boost the franchise.
1: Okay, you're not, you can't <laughs> talk about me being biased. Or more. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm back. laughs>
2: That's anti black, but okay. <laughs> a little little anti black there. Okay. Um Indianapolis didn't have two number one picks. They only got one ring, so I'm not even gonna worry about it. Number one number, pick or the last time back. we had a number one
0: pick. We haven't had a number we haven't had a top ten pick
2: in almost thirty years. Nah, Andrew Luck, bro. They they, they <laughs> didn't do right by him. Until they do right by Andrew Luck, they're not gonna they're not gonna get no more.
0: It's not even the same franchise. Hey.
2: Might as well be.
0: Um, I had a question also about the Portland Trailblazers. If the Trailblazers were able to get a top three pick, do you think that would be enough to package with Damian Lillard to finally get him out of Portland?
1: So what you're asking is, is the league going to try to rig this like they totally didn't rig the AD draft lottery for the Pelicans to get Zion so they could get him to L.A.? Um, I mean, I want to say no, but for whatever reason Dame and Portland are just gung-ho on grinding this out so I really don't see it happening even if they find a way to get the top three pick.
2: I mean sure I mean is he gonna run from the grind? I don't know <laughs> We'll see we'll see. He definitely gonna have a mixtape about it one way or the other. So. <laughs> hey, but yeah, Dame can rap, but I'm telling you that the one boy who can rap, what's his name, out of Michigan State, Bridges, right, Miles Bridges? Oh, oh yeah, no, no, no. that boy, that boy got bars. Man. That, <laughs> that's crazy, bro. I'm like, who is giving you these beats, bro? Like, goddamn.
0: I don't know who lies more in his Damn. raps, him or Rick Ross. I I really don't know.
2: <laughs> Wait, I didn't even throw nobody's name in it. I just stood on my own too. Ryan had to throw somebody's name in.
0: I'm just saying the man, the man drops a double double and says he's gonna run out here and shoot everybody. Like nigga. So did John Morant though. John Morant. I think John Morant is connected to some people who will get you out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we've seen John ja Morant on camera with people who have firearms in their possession while they're around him.
2: Why? John ja, ja Morant. Oh, man. John ja Morant said, nah, he made that transition from Kentucky to Tennessee real fast. Bro. Right.
0: They, they both open carry. I
2: know. I know. He said, Murray State, uh-uh. Um, Bro, he said, what did he say? He said, you free to say how these hollows feel. white."
3: <laughs> <Yo>.
2: <laughs> and he meant every bit of it too. because people keep playing with him. <laughs> Bro, I wish I wish Metal World Beats had a Twitter when he was.
0: When like, we're talking about the city of Memphis. The city of Memphis. Did we just not see Young Dolph get killed going to buy some cookies? They got the man buying oh,
2: some Hold cookies. on, hold on, damn. That's sad, but. You think you think John Morant connected like that? No, not like
0: that. But I'm saying that's a city where they they let them things go. They ruthless. The <laughs> the theme Ooh. song is "Whoop That Trick." Oh, that's
2: what I'm saying. You can see this, like no offense to no black fit black people from Nashville. I see that Titans game, and I saw that Memphis series. I know where I'm not leaving my wallet out. It's it's
3: Memphis,
0: okay. I'm just uh, saying. But that's somebody, tough too, though. I'm just saying that somebody who lived in Nashville, Tennessee, is just tough, bro. I don't know, bro. You want the problem? We saw the Bud Dupree into that the scrapping mm-hmm. at the CVS.
2: I'm telling you, bro. Listen, there's Peyton Manning, Tennessee, and then there's bro, yeah. But even, but even in New Orleans. Peyton's New Orleans. But no, I'm talking. But he he went to Tennessee. Oh though, yeah, yeah. But there's that. There's that type of tendency, which they'll shoot you too. Don't get me wrong. But there's also that that grit and grind, that FedEx forum, that uh what what D Rose. Where do you think D Rose got all that money from? Okay, don't play. No, I'm telling you, bro. They don't. Oh, uh, that's just that's such an interesting culture down there. I love it. I love it. I wish I spent more time there. But.
0: Uh all right, we we get into the end of things here. We got a lot going on. We have um, Oklahoma landing their potential future starting quarterback, which people have had fun with because his name, and I'm not joking, his first name is General, last okay. name is Booty. Is he a black dude or a white dude? I don't know. Is I he related
2: would... to John David? He, he I No, did. I think he's part of the John David family.
0: He might be. I'm just trying to understand why his name is General Booty.
2: No, like, I think he's related to
0: David. I don't care who's who he, who you related to. Somebody went into a into a hospital and signed off on your first name being General
2: Yeah, that is John David Booty's people, I think. Yeah. If I'm not. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's John David Booty's people. Y'all remember him from USC? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know you was trying to make jokes, but I was trying to. Oh, yeah. Right, I mean, that's that's third generation ass right there. Don't play. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: you got to give him General points Booty. first. General Booty. Gotta give him points for originality. Ain't nobody gonna think of
2: it. Elsewhere. uh, That's better than John David Booty, though. Why the fuck you give him a serious name and his last name Yeah, so he can have a real name. General ain't a name. Booty ain't a name, nigga. You don't get to choose your
0: last name. You get to choose your first name. You
2: get to choose whatever name you put on the birth certificate. Don't don't get it wrong. General Booty. That's what I'm saying. Bro, he should be a rapper. No, he should not. General Booty, that sounds fire. It's like
0: Sergeant Gutter. No. (laughs) He can't be a rapper. He better never go to jail. Ain't nothing good about being named General Booty. Ain't nothing good.
2: He said never. No, Ryan, you wrong for that. That's not okay. You said never go to jail. I caught that. That's not okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Um... Player that we talked about a little bit earlier, now, Stephen so, Curry.
2: No, no, no. Time about, talk about. Before I go, before I go, before mm-hmm. you move on. So, with general booty, is there like specific booty or not? All right,
0: all right. Golden State Warriors guard, uh, three-time NBA, yeah, three-time NBA champion, um, MVP, all of that good stuff. He earned his degree from Davidson college 13 years after leaving the school for the NBA draft. Um, so shout out to him. A uh, on... little note
2: about that, though, before we go. He is now eligible to get his number retired. That was the only hang up. Uh, he couldn't get his number retired until he graduated from the college.
0: But go ahead. Go ahead. Um, last thing, uh, last two things I'll say um, on a more serious note. Um Cleveland Cavaliers guard is um, John Rondo is now um, under investigation. Um, The NBA said it's in the process of gathering more information regarding the veteran guard after he allegedly threatened a woman with a gun at her house last week. Um, So we'll hear more about that. Um, And going off of that, apparently it's cool out here in these streets for Deshaun Watson again. He's, He's flying his entire offense. Down to the Bahamas, minus Baker Mayfield. Um, to the Bahamas. That's that don't seem iffy to y'all. See, see, <laughs> I'm not what
2: No, that was like nah. When he when they said that, I was like, what they doing down there? But go ahead. We ain't, We can talk about it off wax because that's right. iffy. That's just no. I'm not even trying to make a joke. No, I get what you're
0: saying. I understand I what you're saying.
2: That's hella, that's hella iffy, but go ahead. We ain't got to go um,
0: back. Also, we have um, Yankees left-handed Nestor Cortez, excuse me, the actor of his Twitter account after fans found uh, screenshots of him tweeting rap lyrics with quote-unquote racial slurs in them. I don't know what the racial slurs were, but I could assume what the racial slurs were. If you're wondering if Nesta Cortez is black or not, no, he is not black. I just want to know what what lyrics for Nesta Cortez was lyrics he was quoting. That's that's really I know, what I'm I on.
2: know. Which ones? I know which ones. <laughs> he was saying the n word, but like he, that's okay. I mean, that's not acceptable, but Fat Joe's still out here, so
0: I, <laughs> let him throw I, fastballs. Man. I just want to know what his, what his song was. I want to know. I want to know. I think he was. said, "My niggas, my niggas." Uh, See, why always got to be that song? That song makes me questioning. It could be a lot of other songs, but that why you want to say the song where it's literally in the song title? Why is that? The that's, I'm say, yeah, that's not even a good rap song. I'm, I've
1: been getting these people caught <laughs> a minute. <now. laughs> like,
0: but
2: like, I can't say nothing because he the same shade I am, but like, I'm black. I, it's a complex thing, bro. Yeah. I don't know.
0: But. Uh, last thing we'll say. Um, uh, over the weekend um we had a tragedy tragedy struck the city of buffalo new york um and i an 18 year old um white nationalist walked into top's grocery store which is located in a predominantly black area of buffalo new york he opened fire killing 10 people um and injuring three more i did want to mention the names of the 10 people who were passed who did pass away i apologize if i pronounced mispronounce anybody's name uh Celeste Lestine Chaney 65 years old Alberta A. Drury at 32 years old Andre McNeil at 53 years old Katherine Massey at 72 years old Marcus D. Morrison at 52 years old Hayward Patterson at 67 years old Aaron Salter Jr. at 55 years old Geraldine Talley at 62 years old Ruth Whitfield at 86 years old and Pearl Young at 77 years old. Our prayers and condolences go out to their families and the entire city of Buffalo as they deal with this tragedy. Uh, that said, um I do want to wrap up this, this episode of Putting the Group Chat podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you back later in the week when either i will be proven correct about the dallas mavericks or i'll be proven wrong about the dallas mavericks either way we'll know more about the dallas mavericks but until then it's myself thank you my calls that make everything happen gerald and james and we'll see you soon peace